This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeff Gardner. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, we have another good neighbor on, Michelle Denniston with the Michelle Denniston team. Michelle, how good are morning. You how are you? I'm doing very well. Very happy to have you on the show. Um, if you're ready, I'm going to try. Let's get this started is my first podcast, so let's go. I love it. I love it. You know, when we first started, it, all that learning curve of this of this new technology. A lot of people that come on the show, it's the first podcast, but it's just a fun experience. Great way for people to connect with us in this day and age. But if you're if you're good, let's get right into it. Tell us, uh, tell us about your business, Michelle. Um, I am uh, a real estate broker. I've been in the business for 20 years. I was actually with uh, Century 21 for almost 18 years. That's where people know me the most from. And uh, we switched over to Intercity a couple of years ago because a lot of my clientele is getting mature and starting to need condos and uh, new pre-construction planning their life. So we thought that that would be important asset to add to our our team and it's a different world than than what i've been doing for 20 years it's a totally different world personally i still love my my um my my resale where i get to meet people talk to people walk their properties see how they live but the pre-construction is needed so this is this is why we decided to put this as part of our package right so i made the change about two years ago now and how how have you felt about that change? Was it necessary or did you just feel like adapting with the times? How has it affected you? I think we've always adapted with the times. As I said, I've been doing this for 20 years. And I mean, years ago when um, people didn't have time to do home inspections, we adapted an insurance program so that uh, our, our customers were covered. You know, uh, those insurance companies, by the way, went out of business pretty quick. But uh, at the time, this is, you know, we went out of our way to try to find something. Um, when people's homes were being sold and they were emptied, rather than paying high staging costs, I went out and bought a ton of furniture. So now we we stage for our clients. You know, we physically, there's a, we're a small team. There's about five of us. And uh, if it takes all five of us to lift that couch and bring it into somebody's house, we're doing that as a team together. So I have a great uh, loyal team. They came with me from Century 21. We've been together quite some time. Uh, Linda Thompson has been in the business about 15 years, right? Uh, Jessica and Kirsten, they do all the social media because again, I'm a salesperson. This is what I love to do market. I don't, you know, don't mind lifting that couch to help you move, but uh, this podcast, the uh, social media, this we've, you know, got younger people on our team to make sure that we're on the top of the business. Beautiful. I love it. And I love the team thing. We were just having a team meeting right before our conversation started. And uh, it just makes such a difference when you have good people aligned with your cause and your values ready to work and try to make a difference, not just a paycheck, but something a little stronger than that. It, uh, and I imagine that's why you guys are all lifting that couch together. We are. Your, your, your values are aligned. Yeah. yeah. There's five of us, one token male <laughs> for extra strength, right. Brian. Yeah. So we, we lean on him a lot for stuff like that for sure too. Right. Beautiful. But, uh, we lean on each other, but I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's been, it's an awesome career. It's an awesome it's uh, I've met a lot of really great people 
in this business for sure. Yeah, as I was saying to you before our, our, the start of our conversation, uh, before we came on the show, uh, real estate agents are our top client by a long shot. Uh, and it, I've just, I've been told that so many times that it is a difficult business, no question. Entrepreneurship in general, I think is pretty difficult, but um, you learn so many skills along the way. I think it gives you a great opportunity to see what you're capable of. And uh, in the real estate world, kind of similar to ours, you end up meeting so many people, learning from so many different walks of life, different cultures, different preferences and tastes. And I think it's just a great way to connect and just learn out there in the world. Give yourself the opportunity to meet so many people. Uh, and that leads me into my next question, although you've alluded to some parts of it. Tell us a bit about your journey. Like, Why did you get into real estate? Oh, that that's easy. I was actually corporate. Um, I was with Christian Dior for like 18 years wow. and um, I had my youngest son, Nicholas, and moved, I actually moved at that time to another company, corporate, um, Olson Fashion, thought I was moving up in the world. And um, with Christian Dior, I used to work from home or on the road. And when I moved over to Olson, I was expected to be in Toronto all the time and uh, or travel. And I had two small children at home and I wasn't willing to actually, I hated Olson, uh, not the company itself, the fact that I had to go downtown every day for 8 a.m. And, you know, I had these two small kids at home and I wasn't getting home until 8 a.m. at night. And that's that was not my uh, that was not what I wanted out of life. So it took me less than three weeks to quit that job after leaving another job of 18 years. And quite frankly, it was my husband who uh, pushed me into real estate because I'd always had a passion for for people, for homes and, uh, you know, all of it. So I got into real estate. My, uh, I thought I was going to come in with a corp, uh, commercial mind, by the way, coming out of a corporate world. I thought I was going to be this big shot commercial salesperson. And my first client was in a lot of financial trouble. I had no idea what I was doing. Okay. And he didn't have the most attractive house. Hmm. but, uh, and he had no money. There was no equity. Actually, as a matter of fact, I didn't even know I wouldn't get paid, right? If I didn't do this job. So I really, um, and I don't know how I pulled that off, but my client walked with about a hundred thousand dollars in his pocket. I actually got paid and we sold this very difficult home. And he, when I met him, he pulled me off the side of the street because my name was posted on my car saying Michelle Deniston real estate. So that's how I met my first client. Well, after doing something like that, um, I, I just was like the, sat the personal satisfaction of helping these people. Um, and I guess it was from the business sense for sure. But I never looked back. I do do commercial. Um, you know, I ended up because I'm in King rule. I end up with, a, you know, a lot of farm properties commercially that way more so. Um, but mostly we do residential. Right. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of the times you wear many hats because a lot of my clients, you know, it's great getting the young ones where they're just looking for their first home. But there's a lot of people that, you know, are equity rich, cash poor. We have to have other avenues to help them. They've been in their homes for many years. They don't know how to get it ready, get it set up. They don't know how to sell. They don't know where they're going. They don't know where the money's from. So I've learned all that all over the years. And uh, I take each client individually, confidentially, but I. You know, I'm proud to say that we've managed to get every client from A to Z, hopefully like 100 percent satisfaction, because that's our goal. Right. But it's a huge feeling when you can do that. Right. I always say the first time home buyers they're fun. 
they're easy. They're happy. They're looking for their home. But but you're definitely in my in my world. You're dealing with people's lives, and you have to know what you're doing. You have to have the experience for that. So, and that's my satisfaction. And I I love that. I just I hear it so much from entrepreneurs. Um, you know, not that you said this, but uh, many entrepreneurs. I I wanted the freedom. I wanted a higher financial reward. And those are all great. They're all great motivators and great goals. But it seems like very quickly that you when you've impacted somebody's lives so significantly. Now we've tapped into this whole new thing that seems to be innate in most of us humans when we know we're affecting somebody else's life so significantly. I've never been fueled um, for my own personal goals, financial or other, like I have for helping somebody else. It seems like you have this endless tank of gas to go off of. I find myself doing things that I wouldn't normally do. Like, for example, you, you giving that example of lifting that couch you just go above and beyond when it's helping somebody else. And it, it's such a pleasure to hear so many entrepreneurs like yourself go above and beyond just to help another human at the end of the day, whether it's their first home or like you said, they're, they're way down the line uh, and they have different needs and challenges. You're just helping another human. I think it's great. I, I love to hear that. So, yeah, so my whole team is like that. That's why we're very particular who, who is with us, right? Because we want to make sure, I mean, this uh, this started out as a job, but but it's more than a job for us. It's a career, right? And and uh, and we've met, like I said, some really awesome people along the way. And there's a lot of self satisfaction, right, yeah. when you get it done for them. So. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. I love it. Um, this is something I'm always curious about because it seems like I mean I'm about as green as they come. When, it, when it's real estate, I'm lucky to have uh, a few clients to know and they've shared a few things with me and taught me a few things, but it seems like there are a lot of myths and misconceptions out there about real estate. So for the people that are listening that think they know what they know and maybe is the opposite of what the truth is, can you clarify one or two common myths or misconceptions about the real estate world? Well, I would say being in the industry 20 years, most of the realtors are really good people. Correct. Okay. We seem to sometimes get a bad rap or we're not, <laughs> you know, that's one of the, I mean, part of me being in the business 20 years, I've always made a point of working with my colleagues as much as my clients. Cause I think it just benefits everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would say 95% of the time, even I would even go a little higher that most of the realtors, especially up here in York region and Simcoe, right? We're not, uh, you know, we work together. We're, uh, and so I think that's a myth, right? Because a lot of people are always cutting down realtors or you're not, you're not, you're getting overpaid or whatever. And, and we're not, there's a lot of work involved. There is. Um, and uh, most of us have, you know, good intentions. It's not just about the paycheck, right? I would say. So that would be one of the biggest myths, right? I, I really like that because I ask this question every time and no one's answered that. Um, no one has said what you just said, that we're just good people trying to help. Uh, I really like that. I think that's what a lot of us are trying to do. Something my own question is um, regarding myths and misconceptions. So I know nothing about real estate, let's say. I'm looking to buy a home soon this year, go out to Simcoe as I'm in York region right now. Uh, why don't I just list myself and just take care of it myself? Like why, why go to a real estate agent? Can I not just do it on my own? You could. 
I don't think you're going to, I think you're going to cost you a whole lot of money in the end. I don't think you have the expertise. It took me 20 years to learn what I know. Right. right. And I mean, to put deals together, even inexperienced realtors uh, should be working with somebody like me. Okay. That's why you see all these people getting into trouble when they overprice, oversell, can't close the deal. You know, in my 20 years, I've closed every single deal. I've never had an issue. Okay. Wow. But I protect the client. Number one, you know, there's been many times where I've seen an experienced agents and I even, you know, in order to protect my client, make sure that I walk those agents through so that the deal is done correctly. So I don't think somebody, you know, like yourself probably could cost yourself hundreds of thousands of dollars by not working with somebody that knows what they're doing. Even, even case scenarios. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of people equity rich cash poor, they sell their house. They have no money to go put a deposit down. They have no way of knowing how to do this. We have all those skills perfected now, right? We have all the contacts in place. So it's taken 20 years to do this. And as I said, we grow along with when the markets go up, they go down, the, you know, but uh, you can't do that by yourself. I don't do my job by myself. I have two young girls to take care of all the social media, right? Um, you know, I have additional help with the staging. Like I don't do all, I don't put my own sign in the lawn. Like you delegate. I do what I do best. I negotiate. I get you top dollar. I market the home, but I have team members that, that, you know, if you left it up to me to take your photos, we probably wouldn't be selling that house, right? You have to work with the experts, right? And then that expert has to know what they're best at. For me, it's money and negotiating, right? Because I've been working my whole life. So, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy you clarified that. For the people that are listening, I just look at it as a skill. Listing a house, selling yes. a house is a skill. And if you've never done it before, it probably will be one of, if not the largest investment you make, the biggest purchase of your life to think that, listen, we're all humans. We're all capable. You can do it. But why gamble with such a huge decision when you've never done it before? A lot of us only, I imagine, you correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, one or two or three homes in our life, I don't think there's a lot of people out there or the common person that is going into 10 or 15 different home purchases in their life. So we only get a couple cracks at this. It's that important. It's that costly. The risks are high. If you do it on your own or you have bad advice, why not work with a professional? I find that that is a common thing that is said these days. Well, we have MLS or we have all these apps to do it on our own. It's just like, I don't, I get somebody to help me with my nutrition. I get somebody to help me with going to the exactly. gym. These are small decisions and I have a professional. The home seems like a no brainer to me, but that's something I wanted you to clarify because uh, I feel like that is a major misconception out there. Even in my world, I feel it took me five years to learn the business correctly. Right. So I, it did. It taught me five years. It took me five years to learn how to do this business correctly, how to price homes correctly, you know, um, and how to do the job correctly. Right. So and it comes with more experience. But easily, if you don't have that experience, you're going to cost yourself a lot of money in the end. It's well worth paying for it. You're right. Like it's like anything else, like personal training. I'm not a fitness expert, right? It took me years to figure out how to lose 50 pounds. I couldn't do it by myself. Not until I, not until I hired somebody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's just such a big decision. People, 
find your professional, work with them. Uh, as you just said, five years of working full time to learn that experience. We have kids, we have jobs, we have our own personal life. Don't take a chance with your house. Do it once, do it right. Uh, I'm really happy that you clarified that for us. Outside of business, Michelle, you, you already alluded to, you have a family uh, and you've had a number, you've worn a number of different hats in the business capacity, but we're interested. What do you do for fun outside of business? Mm. What do you like to do now? Right? Like my kids are pretty much grown. So uh, I've got one still at Queens university and I've got one that, you know, graduated as a lawyer and started his business last year. So I'm in a different space, right? I'm, uh, you know, my fun is now sort of a little bit, right? Um, I love I loved working. I like keeping busy with work. And then, you know, I go with girlfriends and do yoga and things like that. But it's, uh, it's different now. I'm not uh, I'm not out there partying or anything, right? Yeah, so. yeah. no, I get it. I, 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 I often hear that answer, that work is my purpose or work is what I enjoy. But you like to travel? We travel a lot. Yeah. We do travel yeah. a lot. We just got back from Aruba, Carousel. My son and granddaughter are in Florida. So we do travel. I will take once a month and go see my granddaughter every three uh, for about three days in Florida. Beautiful. So that's what I mean by my world has changed now. Right. And and you know what? Honestly, we entertain at home probably more than than going out now. So, well, we're I'm thrilled. Yeah. And, and, and I love that. And I'm looking in the camera right now and I'm seeing that you have this lovely tan and I am very white. So I thought she has to be traveling. So yeah, she, <laughs> she has to be getting is cold. This kid, this is from Venezuela, uh, not Venezuela, Aruba. Aruba. Right. So yeah. Yeah, Beautiful. for sure. But now we take the time to do that. Right. So good. Right? Good. Good. Um, something that I think is one of my favorite questions to ask. I, we love talking about business and sharing the business story. We love finding out the lighter side of things like fun. What do we like to do? Travel, read books, whatever it is. Um, but I find it to be extremely impactful when people are willing to share some of their life challenges and hardships that they had to go through that maybe sucked in the moment. But when they look back in hindsight, they don't regret going through it because they, they that experience helped them become the person they are. So if you're comfortable um, sharing with us, you know, a life challenge that comes to mind that maybe you did not want to do was a fork in the road, but when you look back was integral to helping you become who you are. There is, it's, uh, it's personal, uh, but there has been, um, I mean, honestly, I left home very young because of the environment uh, many years ago and uh, things have stuck. I've had to deal with things like that many years through life. So, um, but those challenges have only made me stronger. I'm very independent. I have been working since I was 15. I still put myself through school, even even tapped into university. Not the way I've put my boys through university, but um, you know. But those challenges made me stronger and made me more aware of you know what other people are going through for sure. But uh, that that's getting like yeah. That's a gets that's a whole other podcast. Let's put it that way, right? <laughs> But I imagine through, I appreciate you sharing that with us. And I imagine through those stronger, uh, but more resilient to like challenges in life. I don't think any of us get through life without a few scars. 
Um, but I think there's some people that are listening that are maybe ashamed of those scars. <clears throat> and certainly what I've learned over the years, I'm lucky enough to, on the weekends, uh, be in a counselor at an addictions facility. It's just a way for me to connect with other people and, and give back to my community. That I've learned that these these scars are, are when I've seen from the best of us, are kind of worn with pride and have made them a stronger version of themselves, much more resilient and better leaders to their families and friends. So, yeah, my I don't dad, know. My dad was an alcoholic. So, yeah. And you have to learn to live with those things and get uh, right. But it's a disease. And fortunately, I don't have it. <laughs> but it's a tough disease, right? So, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing that with us, um, Michelle. What is one thing you wish our listeners knew about the Michelle Deniston team specifically? Uh, honestly, that we are a small team. We work together. We're honest. We work very hard uh, to get the job done. We're thrilled that you come to us to do this for you. So our success is your success, right? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Small team aligned with your goals, working to help other people. It's just great. My favorite question is, uh, I like to frame it by, before I ask, I leave this out of the questionnaire specifically. It's like my secret little question. But um, I think in the grand scheme of things, business is a part of life. The game we are all really playing is the game of life. Business is a part of it. Me being a son, a husband, whatever it is, they're all parts of it. Um, so I like to, I think it's beneficial to think about, you know, what am I doing? with this life? What impact am I leaving? It, it has benefited me to think that way and ask those questions. So I like to ask all of our guests, what kind of impact are you trying to leave, Michelle? What kind of impact am I trying to leave? Well, I'm very, I'm very proud of my boys and how I've raised them. And I'm also very proud of my career because like I said, it's become very personal. It's uh, when you're dealing with people's lives. So I hope that anybody who has crossed paths with me has, you know, had a good experience, right? And that's, that's the best you can do, you know? So I'm the, you know, both my kids, fortunately, I think are very, going to be very successful in life. And I think they're meant to do what they're doing so that they, they leave a good impact and change somebody's life. And I hope I've done the same. That's all. Right? Yeah. It's beautiful. It, it seems by what you just said that, I mean, I am not a parent yet, but it's I, I can't see a higher honor for a man <clears throat> than to be a father or for a woman than to be a mother, to help create a human being and raise them along the way. I can't I also can't think of a harder thing to do, really. But it's the best thing in the world. Yeah. So right? I'm, I'm really happy to hear that and uh, your pride that you're taking your kids and that they're doing so well. I think that's a hell of an impact. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us. Michelle, how can people find out about you? What's your contact if they want to get a hold of you? Oh, that's easy. We always have Kristen at our office in Schaumburg in the new plaza at 50 Dr. K in Schaumburg, right in the middle of York region and Simcoe. Okay. Otherwise, my cell phone is posted everywhere. It's 416-433-8316. I'm always available personally by cell. Wonderful. Michelle, it was a pleasure. Thank you for sharing what you have with us on the show. It was a pleasure having you on the show. And uh, I wish you the best going forward. I hope to chat again. Okay, thank you. It was great meeting you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Neighbors. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpmidhurst.com. 
That's GNPMidhurst.com or call 705-413-3775.